Welcome back. Hi, friend. Happy 2022. An epic time to be alive, to be connected, to listen to this podcast. Thank you for being here. My name is Lane Kennedy, and this is the Connected Calm Life. I'm your calm coach. This podcast is dedicated to sharing practices around recentering yourself, coming home to yourself, calming down. And it's also, I have episodes with a co-host who may challenge your thinking or broaden your horizons, conversations that may open your eyes to something new. So I'm really glad you're here. How is the new year for you so far? I bet it feels amazing. I'm really glad you're with me. If you have not already reviewed the show, please, I ask you to do that. It'd be super helpful. It's always helpful when people do that. And if you haven't shared this podcast with three or four or five of your girlfriends, please do that today. Today's episode, I'm going to get into happiness. I'm going to share the one of the foundation tracks to the Connected Calm Life. Because without these eight tracks, you're not going to have that connection that you absolutely crave. You're not going to feel calm (laughs) that you need, and you're going to be living in chaos. So happiness is where we're starting off for 2022. I am so happy to share about that. You know, I read Dan Harris's book, 10% Happier. Mm, God, it's been years now. And I listened to it, I read it, and then I listened to it with my son on a road trip that we did. And my son would laugh because Dan's pretty funny. But this whole idea around being just 10% happier is life-changing. And then I started thinking, what if we just reached for 1% of happiness or 2% of greater happiness? Where would we be 365 days later? So my question to you, as I open up this podcast. If you were to rate your happiness on a scale from one to 10, 10 being I am, I've never been happier to zero. My happiness suffers. Where are you on that scale? Just mark that down. Reflect on that. Just know that it can change. So today's episode is being brought to you by my new members area. You can find out more over at members.connectedcomlife.com. And I'm bringing this up right here, smack in the middle, because I'm changing some things around. We are in season three of the Connected Calm Life. And once again, I'm going to do something a little bit differently. Mondays, I'm going to have coaching episodes such as this. And then I'm going to skip over Wednesday practice on the podcast. But if you join my community, you will get that practice inside the community. So I want to make sure to let you know that there are still weekly practices. They're just in the community because I'm really focused this year. One of my goals, my intentions is to create this global community of badass humans, women, who are living this connected, calm life, who are striving for more, 
peace, connection. So join me over there at members.connectedcalmlife.com. So let's get into today's episode. Let's take a breath before we begin. And I want you to consider giving thanks for every single thing that has occurred in your life over the last year. The good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent, the highs, the lows. Let's take a breath. Inhale. Holding at the top, giving thanks. And slowly releasing, exhaling, giving thanks to every moment that created you in this moment in 2022. Yeah. I say thank you for those hard conversations. I say thank you to those challenging people. I say thank you to the people that I had to let go. I say thank you to the tears of joy and all of my clients' success. And I say thank you to the hard conversations that I've had with my son. I say thank you to the people who have fallen away. I say thank you to the tears of my heartbreaking I say thank you for all of it. Take another inhale here, inhaling. And exhaling. And just letting go. Knowing that the breath is the one tool that you can come back to again and again. So as we move in this new year, I want you to consider also right now of being more kind to yourself. What does it look like to be kinder to yourself? Imagine, imagine that. Imagine being more gentle with yourself. What would that look like? Perhaps that means slowing down or brushing your hair with intention or sipping a cup of tea much more slowly or stopping and smelling the flowers or touching the dew of a leaf. What does it mean to be kind to yourself? Yeah. Happiness is this foundation this path. And a lot of times uh, I will meet with a client and we'll start off right at the top. You know, where are you on the happiness scale? Because happiness is this foundation track in the connected calm life. And without happiness and without practicing happiness, hmm, there's a lot of sadness. So, Really taking inventory of one's happiness is important. 
So I, I want you to keep checking in on that as I move through this. So happiness is really this nuanced uh, emotion, and it takes a lot of work. <laughs> and when I'm working with somebody doing their DNA coaching, and my other program when I do DNA health coaching, I can look at somebody's genetics and really profile their happiness. I can look at their makeup and see, oh, <laughs> you know what, I'm going to give you some other tools to support your DNA so you actually feel and function at a higher level because your genetics are a little wound up differently and you you know you're a little more anxious or you're a little more depressed or you're a little more tightly woven. So I love the work that I do with my DNA clients because I can get in there <laughs> and look. But again, happiness is something that we all need to be working on no matter what, because it comes and it goes. But we need this emotion to move through our lives. And we can look at happiness and think, well, how, how, how do I make myself happy? You know, what are the practical applications of happiness? And how can I, how can I work on them, Lane? How can I get more happiness in my life? And that's what I'm going to be talking to you about for the next three episodes. <laughs> I have dedicated January to happiness because I want you striving for one or two or three or 10% like Dan happier. I want you to be happier in your life because I truly believe that when we are happier, uh, we are clearer and we can make decisions effectively, and we can come out on the other side feeling content and happy and free. So let's think about where happiness began. I think that's where I want to start today. Let's go back in time. <laughs> I, you know, there's these, there's these great big ideas out there, gratitude, mindfulness, um, happiness, joy, but where do they... like? Where did it begin? Like, I don't know. Like we, we talk about these ideas and these tools, but where did they start? What is happiness? Like, like, you know, this whole idea around happiness is a relatively new uh, area of study and research for us to understand. But in reality, we can go back, which is really cool. It's what I did. I went and did some studying. Uh, we, if we go back, we can find the great Chinese philosopher Confucius investigating and expanding and pontificating what happiness meant. And Confucius wrote about this concept of Jen, J-E-N. Sometimes it's spelled Ren or R-E-N. Either one, it's it's all good. But it's this idea around dignity. I like that. I like that a lot. And it's about uh, conveying your sense of reverence or humanity towards others. So I, like when I hear the word reverence, I just feel so good. I don't know why. But when a person is practicing Jen, 
this person is bringing happiness to others. They're bringing good ideas and goodwill to others. They are in what I would call service. And people in recovery know this as helping others. I love that. So we see that 2,500 years ago, great thinkers were already trying to put their heads together around this concept of happiness. Like, what is it? What does it mean to be happy? Well, it means to help others, to have a great sense of uh, reverence towards others. You know, like, that is awesome. So... Then if we kind of fast forward a little bit, we're going to move up in time and we land on Buddhism, where I like to hang out and where I've done a lot of my studying. We, well, I can go right to the Dalai Lama. And the Dalai Lama is this picturesque, perfect, uh, yummy happiness, right? Just happy. And the Dalai Lama writes, if you want others to be happy, practice compassion. If you want to be happy, Practice compassion. Okay. What is compassion? (laughs) That is the question of the day. What is compassion? Compassion is sympathetic pity and concern for the suffering or misfortunes of others. So again, placing your attention on others who perhaps are suffering or are misfortunate But the idea is to place your attention onto them. So you're practicing this act of compassion. Now, I look at both Jen and what uh, the Dalai Lama is talking about, and I think, this is awesome. Like, I'm really trying to do this. I try to serve others as much as possible, and I'm pretty happy. But there are times when I'm not happy. So I want to share a story. I am recording this episode on December 31st, 2021, which is my recovery birthday anniversary, as some of us like to call them. And I turned 25 years clean and sober continuously. And it's a big deal to me. I mean, it's monumental. I can't even wrap my head around it. But I'm sharing this with you because what happened today was interesting. I woke up and I woke up late and hmm, I was a little out of sorts. I never, A, I never wake up late and B, I I was so out of sorts. I was like, I was still in another dream. I was in in a different world and I came to and I came through and my husband was just there. And typically he'll give me a kiss and I'll be on my way and I'll go practice. And, but today was different and I was out of sorts, but I went downstairs and I got my phone because my phone is always in my office away from me when I go to sleep. And I opened my phone because I was going to practice and there were two messages, two messages from friends saying, happy birthday, happy anniversary, Lane, which filled me with so much happiness. I was like, oh my God, that's right. It's my birthday. Yay. Another year. It was exquisite for a moment. And then here it came. Well, how come my husband didn't wish me happy birthday? 
How come my son didn't wish me a happy birthday? What? I don't understand this. What, don't they? Does, do I matter? Yeah. I plummeted into disappointment and anger. And I could feel my little rage, <laughs> you know, bubbling up. And I thought, oh, no, no, I, I can't. I didn't want to suffer, okay? <sighs> I don't want to suffer. And if I look at happiness as foundational for me, I know that there are tools for me to use. And so I immediately plugged myself into a tool. That tool was a group or a community of people that love me and adore me. And I shared with them that it was my birthday. And it was a moment of deep gratitude. And I just thought, this is what I need for my life. This is where I needed to be right now. And my happiness filled back up. Because what happened in that community is that I shared about my recovery. I shared that I had been sober for 25 years. That's a really long time. It's, I feel like a dinosaur. But this moment is a moment of service, right? I'm reaching towards others. I'm giving of myself. And so when we look at the scientific research of happiness, we see very clearly that when we serve others and when we are in the act of service, we become happy. It's kind of cool. It's really cool. So how are you serving others today? And through this, you know, the whole new pandemic world that we live in now, Mothers, I know, are serving a lot. We're serving two or three times more than we were before. And that takes a lot out of us. But I want to just invite you to look at this service differently. I want you to look at this service as an opportunity to uh, add to the bank of happiness. So when the pandemic hit, I had a reserve of happiness stored away, stored away because I had been of service so many days in so many ways, serve, 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 serve. That's what I knew to always put me back on my A game. I don't think I would have been able to get through pandemic life if I wasn't serving. And I think when I started the Women's Daily meeting, that was an extension of service, right? Uh, I immediately went into hyperspeed, create daily women's meeting. I know that if I'm serving, I'm going to maintain my happiness and I'm going to maintain my recovery. And out of that birthed the daily women's meeting. If you're in recovery, then perhaps you've already been to this meeting. Uh, we meet seven days a week, 9 a.m. Pacific Standards Time, and it's a beautiful community, and you're welcome to check that out. But this service, 
allowed me to breathe every day and to feel alive and brought me happiness. It was foundational. It allowed me to be a good mother. So grateful. Now, as this year rolls out, I want to just push you, question you, needle you. Where are you serving in your life? Because this is going to be, again, this happiness track that we're going to be talking about for the next couple of weeks is foundational to this connected, calm life. Without happiness, there's going to be some pain. No, that's not the right way. There's going to be some disruption in your life. And again, if we go back 2,500 years ago and we look at what Confucius was talking about of really um, serving others, thinking of others, um, putting others first, you know, enhancing the welfare of others, looking outside of my little world. And then somebody in recovery who's very self-centered, I have to constantly look outward to, to be, uh, to be happy. So what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing that makes you happy in the field of service? There've been so many studies that when we are happy, you know, we age more gracefully. We, um, I think there's the lifespan is about 20, it can be 20 months. It starts at 20 months more. Uh, diabetes uh, goes down. Cardiovascular di- disease goes down. Uh, and again, this is where I just, I get so nerdy and so excited about it because happiness is, it's an exercise. And you, it's, you have to learn how to flex these muscles. You have to learn how to be happy. Nobody teaches us how to be happy. We have to learn how to do it so we can tap into it again and again and again. So what makes you happy? So I have two questions. What makes you happy and what are you doing to serve? Two different questions. What makes you happy could be um, eating a crisp red apple. (laughs) That makes me happy. Uh, What makes me happy? Talking to my girlfriends. What makes me happy? What makes me happy? Uh, Snapping bubbles. What makes me happy? Walking my dogs. What makes me happy? Uh, Looking at cactus. I don't know why that makes me happy, but it makes me happy. Uh, What makes me happy? Looking at the ocean. What makes me happy? Smelling, smelling uh, decaf coffee. I don't know why. I don't even like to drink it anymore. I just like to smell it. Uh, What makes me happy? And then what am I doing that makes me happy would be things like hanging out with my son and just sitting next to him. I just love doing that. Makes me so happy. What makes me happy? Hanging out with clients. What makes me happy? Sharing on the podcast. What makes me happy? (laughs) Guiding meditation. So two tracks that I want you to consider. That's what I want you to look at this week. Next week, I am way over the 15-minute mark. This is going to be tough for the next couple of weeks, but I really want to go down this happiness path with you because this is foundational. This is 2022. This is 
This is your time and I'm excited for you. Okay, I'm going to wrap it up right there. I'm going to take an inhale and an exhale. Just feeling my body. And I invite you to do the same. Take an inhale. Knowing your happiness. All right, friend. Thank you for listening today. Happy New Year. Make sure to join me over at the members area, members.connectedcalmlife.com members.connectedcalmlife. Meditations will be there on Wednesdays. And I'm thrilled that you are with me. Thank you for listening and think about your happiness. I'll see you next time. May you find something bright, something light, and something so delicious it fills you up so you can be the best I know you can be. Until next time, take good.